This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Sean Jarvis and you're listening to And He Takes That Chance. Christopher Schindler. Has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! Welcome back to the first episode of the new season of the Andy Takes That Chance podcast. Town got their season underway with as many complaints last night as our last episode's audio quality. Here with the volume maxed out and breathing heavily like a nuisance caller into the microphone is myself, Matt. Our intrepid and giggling post-match reporter, Richard Cosi-Cosmala. <laughs> what is going on? If he thinks I'm editing this, he's got another thing coming. The pitch-side invader, Neil Wayne, and we're joined by the pun-free, Stephen Chicken. So, good afternoon, or good evening, gentlemen, even though it's sunny. It throws yeah. Whatever time of day you're listening to We'll this. have to let Cosi get over good his giggling. Why is, what are you laughing at? I'm just thinking, sat here, Chelsea at home, Eddie Nazard's done it. Now we've got Tom Lawrence who's done it. And yeah, 12, but what a difference 12 months makes. <laughs> God. Right, firstly, uh, I want to say a big thank you to everyone who got in touch with us regarding sponsorship. Um, the response was magnificent, it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, we're just waiting to hear back from someone and then hopefully we can take things to the next level, which would be fantastic for all of us. So thank you for, for that and we'll keep everyone who's got into these <coughs> updated and we're incredibly grateful for, for any form of contact that we've got. Uh, new for this season, we'll also have a website, which is down to me to update the the <laughs> the sections on there. So it might be a little longer than I had hoped. New contributors are coming onto the website. Some already have been announced on Twitter. Some new features and maybe some new videos if we can finally break Danny up from his from his new partner. So we'll move on to the Derby game. So I've had some time to reflect and, and calm down somewhat. I, I avoided Cosy your post-match uh, I'm do last it. night. And then I thought... This rage has got to come out, otherwise. I, I I'd have embarrassed myself. I think last night I was I was pretty miffed. Uh, Wouldn't be the first time, would it? Honestly, I no. Usually it's uh, <laughs> usually it's on a night out with uh, what I'm wearing. But if I if I can start, if I may, so uh, I'll I'll put some points across and then I'll turn it over to you guys and you you chat away because um, I think I, I need might need this. But do it. I th- I thought for the first thirty minutes last night, town were really poor. I don't want to be negative for negative sake. I'm, I'm going to try and balance this, but. 
it, it can be quite difficult. Everything I'd, I'd worried about personally in pre-season and, and mentioned on the bits we did for the examiner, mm. uh, easy odds, uh, Rovers chat, etc. that we did, uh, seemed to come back and haunt me a little bit because I was hoping it wasn't going to be true, but everything that I sort of said well, might have an issue here, 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 it all flared up in the same game, which was disappointing. Jan's had seven months or so, probably the longest pre-season in any managerial history. Um, if you like to work on a system, a style of play to get us ready to go last night. You know, we had Dean Hoyle on last week. Dean said he pretty much knew we were down in December and Jan's working towards next season. And what I saw in the first 30 minutes was disappointing, to be honest. I felt that it was disjointed. There was a disjointed setup. Numerous players seemed unsure of what to do with the ball that when they received it in certain areas. When you contrast that, I know we shouldn't compare him to David Wagner all the time but they seemed un- unsure what to do in certain areas with the ball at feet. My first half in particular gave the ball away several times because there was no uh, no support play around him. Uh, There's no control, and I'm obsessed with control in football. I, I think you, to get out of the championship, you need to control games. There's no control, no cohesion, maybe by design in some, some instances. And the press seemed a bit muddled, uh, which often led to Hogg flying in and leaving the back four exposed mm-hmm. a couple of times. And Pritchard did it really well in the first half. Some of them did it well on occasion, and then it just seemed a little bit muddled, uh, and it all seemed too frantic to me. You know, it was it was a it seemed to be a case of trying to get the ball forward too early, too quickly. Uh, defensively, on the right side of defense, in in particular, it, it didn't connect well. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harangue Tommy Elphick too much. We you know we've all had bad debuts. Remember Nico Vass? You go back to Nico Vass and uh, years ago he had a stinker at Berry and then a stinker at home. So you know bad debuts can happen. You know you can put it behind you. Um, but my one of my main issues with playing forward quickly is that you're scuppered if the opposition sit in like mm. Derby. You, you you very much struggle because then you have to play what's in front of you rather than behind them. And what we don't have in that front three, and I've been banging on about this quietly all preseason. I know people love Carl and Grant, but for me, Carl and Grant is not um, good enough outside the. He's a Premier League footballer inside a penalty box. No two ways about it. Outside the penalty box, he's a young lad who's still learning the game. He's not a fulcrum or a pivot player and he needs a pivot player or a fulcrum near him. He can, I don't think he can do that role and he shouldn't be expected to do that role. And in that front three, there's no fulcrum or fruit. So when you're trying to play through the thirds, you know, it goes from the defensive third to the middle third. Who who receives the ball in that final third? Who's the fulcrum player? Who makes things happen? Who links it in that final third and brings others in? We don't have that. And that's one of my main concerns is if people sitting like Derby did, we're easy to play against. Because they they got coasted through second half last night. They did. Uh, they, I, I they, thought, they, they didn't break second gear. Uddleston had his slippers on its second half. I'll, I'll finish it's what I was going. I, I, positives were Schindler, I thought, played well. Aaron Moy looked far happier second half. Uh, one thing Jan did, he, he went 4-3-3 and then, and then threw it out after 50 minutes for uh, Wagner's 4-2-3-1 with Flo overlapping. Uh, Moy looked a lot happier when that happened, by the way. I thought he was, he was quite good second half, last half hour in particular. Um... But the thing that disappointed me was that we came up against a derby team that looked incredibly ordinary. They'd lost so many players from the, you know, the Chelsea, the Chelsea bunch, if you like, and the manager, and they played okay for ten minutes. And the rest of it, I just thought they were, they were nothing really. And they only had to play well for ten minutes to beat us, and that is my main disappointment from the game. So, I've brought a couple of talking points, and then I'm going to shut up for a bit and let you guys talk because I've been rambling on already. Uh, Elphick's getting some stick I think it's warranted but it's too early to judge him as a, as a player I think um, you guys 
Congolo for me is not a left back in this lineup. He is not. He's a centre back. He is not an attacking left back. He's a Tony Pulis left back if you want to play that kind <laughs> of football. But he is not a left back getting getting up and down the flank. We need to buy a left back before Thursday. I'll get one on loan, as far as I'm concerned, and move Congolo back into the middle. That's that's my opinion. Um, we'll do the transfer deadline stuff later on. And and the the last thing is just, do we have the right players in this four three three? Do we have the right personnel? Jan wants to play a deep line playmaker. Jonathan Hogg's not a deep line playmaker. He's the furthest furthest back. It just seems to me we don't have the players for this system. And that's and finally, that's one win in twenty seven games. Yeah. There you go, guys. There's the grenade. <laughs> There's the hand grenade. I'm going to sit back now and, and drink the Vimto. I was ordered a taxi. I'm off. <laughs> um, I apologise if I've, if I've sent people to uh, depression with that. Being brutally honest, it's, it's really hard to argue against any of what you've said. Um, I don't want to be negative for negative no, no, sake. I, I, I just, I'm just disappointed. I think I'll... I'm not, I'm not going to go into too much detail like you have. It's but, like a parent. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. But what, what, what I will say is that it's game one of a marathon and not a sprint. Yeah. It's not, let's not get too downhearted after, after that, one. That was on my stuff as well. You know, it's, yeah, but I've said it now. You didn't. So, yeah, it's one game down. And to quote uh, Luke from Town Megastore, you know, Norwich last season... One point after three games. Yeah, yeah. And then they're up walking. And, and, and what, not winning their first six. And yeah, the season, so I'm, the I'm season saying, we went up as well. Newcastle got off to an off. But I'm not going to say. I'm not saying that. Saying that we're going to walk this league. What I'm just saying is let's let's have a bit of balance. Let's have yeah. a bit of calmness. It's not all doom and gloom. The championship is the most bonkers division in probably world football, not just over here. To back that up, everybody who predicted top six, five of them lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all you all three promoted that. sides lost. Yeah. Oh, sorry. All, all three relegated sides lost. Yeah. Hopefully promoted so, sides. Yeah. Well, but that's yeah. <laughs> it is Neil. But I'm looking at where, where's our quality, mate? Where's our quality? Yeah. Can they get better? This is you know, like you said. We've had a big long preseason. Is that you know if you, since Christmas last year? Who's quality? Is that just an eye just going to all of a sudden start crossing the ball in brilliantly? Nope. Is is the Akabi all of a sudden going to start running around people and, and we are finished? No, there were the same old wounds, the same old problems, and I, I walked out there very worried me because yeah, it's the first game, but and yeah, we'll play worse teams than Derby, but I just thought this familiar old feelings. It, it were like deja vu. It really, really was, and the, the thing that really frustrated me more of it than anything in that as well. And we <laughs> in the south, and we had a great view. Derby ripped us apart down the middle, left, right, and centre. Bakuna just if we're going to be vocal about, it, obviously. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't be asked to chat it's back. A long he, season. Let, he let his teammates down all last night, and you could see what were coming. There were two, you know, blatant fouls. We kicked them into submission. You know, got away with them free kicks. The warning signs were there. Jan, change it, mate. Change it, mate. Because if it carries on like that, and Lawrence keeps doing that, they're gonna score. And lo and behold, they did. Went bang, bang. Obviously, a total cock up from Elphick. and that's it. It's like Koku altered things. He changed what they were doing, and. and we could see what going to happen. A good manager there, a good coach, makes that decision, you know, after 20 minutes. And all's Bakuna off. Mate, you're not doing your job right. You know, brings on a Stankovic and that. But absolutely nothing. That, that's what annoyed me. Not even he's learnt, no. He's, his quality as a, as a 
coach and then he's, he's stood there telling Stephen and the likes that we deserved the draw show behind we didn't because Neil's right I'll, I'll agree know. with him I thought we could have had a draw yeah uh, I, I they, think they just done. sat back I, like I say Derby, Derby weren't great we could have easily drawn that I, game I think pal, easily we pal, probably should have done we yeah Kachunga and uh, Schindler yeah. Yeah. and, and uh, Pritchard went close Morning went yeah. close yeah. I mean I understand where Jan's coming from because he, I think what yeah, he was I trying to do I think what he was trying to say was like and he acknowledged there was a bad start but what he was saying, I think what he was trying to say was, yes, we made mistakes, but you can't like, and that's frustrating, but you can't like train that out of players to, to a certain extent. Like you don't expect Tommy Elphick to go and, and make that kind of mistake yeah. because he's, you know, it's, as someone said, it's probably the biggest mistake he's made in fi- in the last five years. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the second came so quickly. Uh, uh, also out of errors because they didn't close him down on the edge of the box, Tom Lawrence, but... So I think what Jan was saying was, you know, the the way they rallied round, they didn't they didn't drop off and go and get battered five nil, which I think towards the end of last season, even against that team, that Derby team, that yeah, would have happened. Think. They kept going, they they got the goal back and and they were the only team that looked like they were gonna score. But Derby by by the time by going two nil up, they knew, well, town have got nothing here because the, the only time that the only times that town looked threatening in the first half in particular, and I thought weirdly the best spell was just before Derby scored. Yeah, was that five minutes. Yeah, that five minutes just before they scored um, was was winning the ball high up on mm. the press, which is part of the game plan, and that's yeah. that's pleasing. And again, you can understand why Seaver would be pleased with that. The fact that they forced, I think, from one of their own from one of Derby's goal kicks, they town forced a corner out of them, yeah. which is yeah, good work, though. which is which is positive to see. Um, but once they went 2-0 down Derby knew well they've, they've got nothing here if we just get behind the ball yeah. if we don't have the ball they sat can't in. press us they're, they're just sat there were, there were nothing to press yeah exactly and you also had Callum Grant took his penalty brilliantly great goal great finish from a penalty you know we've, we've seen bad penalties at Huddersfield the last few years but that was a good penalty but if we haven't got a spot kick great play that was probably the best thing well the yeah, only decent thing we could have did yeah, Matt, I'll tell you what happened straight after spot kick they should have scored again it would have been brilliant save from Camille it's like that shows everything we're about no switching on no discipline just do what you want you're just absolute rubbish though. I, I honestly was I was so disheartened <laughs> you know it was almost like Doncaster I did wonder lower division football Montpellier I thought there was some a few worrying signs there and and I suppose we'll come and try to more later, but it's just like it's hard to make it out with him, isn't it? Because his mm. his body language is, is always kinda like that. But there were people saying to me today at work who like a lot of Leeds fans saying, well, what's wrong with my what he's not interested in stuff. But I, I just, just don't I just don't think that system suits him. That's my opinion on yeah. my so I think he struggles to get into it. Felt like a man to me that, that, trying to get that out. three don't really work together. No, I if agree. we're being honest. It's that no. that three needs breaking up by a Lewis O'Brien, somebody a bit little bit different. Well, nobody, nobody in that three can break forward effectively. No. Bakuna and Moy kind of do the same. They're both the same sort of yeah, number eight. Is, is there room there for Reese Brown to be? Yeah, you know, he, he wasn't even in the squad. Reece yeah, Brown. I, would, I think that I think that was the shame was that he had he had two wingers and a centre forward who's also plays on the wing on the bench, but he only yeah. had one central midfielder, and that's Lewis O'Brien, whose yeah. whose qualities in pre-season have mostly been sort of really? more defensive than attack. I believe he, you know, he is a great but passer. Not played above League One, but just, exactly. And, I can't and, get me ever, Stephen. Sorry, mate, but Doncaster. Mm. We watch a Van Lepard on Masterclass. He scored a great goal, and he absolutely that that guy were like that. His first name going on the sheet for me, like the first league game. Him playing like Montpellier, and he's just like. Where what an incredible decision! I, I, surely something must have happened. 
incredible. No, well, I think so. I think that's just two managers in a row just don't yeah, but he really fancy him. Right? I, I, I play him there. Well, he, he was all right, but do you, thought, do you put that much stock in pre-season, though? That's the other thing. And I thought Van der Parra was pretty anonymous against Donny until he scored the goal, and then he came yeah. alive after that. No, I, did, I, th- yeah. I, th- I can understand why. I think we all agree that Pritchard was the man of the match. Um, against Derby, so mm. we, we, I don't think we can. I don't think, well, well, not not the man of the match. Yeah. Sorry, Towns man of yeah. the match. Adam Moy, what I call it, the sponsors. I'd, I'd have, I, thought thought Aaron Moy, really. <laughs> I thought Aaron Moy was head and shoulders above everyone second right. half, but Pritchard. I thought Pritchard flashed in and out, but yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was in. He didn't win enough medals. I'm not convinced on Diakabi, and I'm especially not convinced on Diakabi <laughs> with Hadzijanai. Who I, I thought Hadzijanai. I know he's had a load of pelters this morning. His crossing was appalling. Let's be fair, but, but I thought his defending but, was as bad as that. Do you think so? Because I yeah. thought I thought he was getting up and down the <clears> wing the way that that's that, that's that fine. That's 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 his strength. He's he's good at that. Is Hadzijanai. Yeah. Defensively, he's, he's incredibly weak, and positionally, he's very, very poor. He is a bit fl- He does look but flimsy. He does get forward great. It's just at the end of it. It's just yeah. My my, my main problem the thing is when you, when you've got a right fullback in the most competitive division that there is, and we're referring to him as flimsy. Mm. There's a problem. My my main issue was we're playing four three three. You get forward out wide. You've got one striker in the box, and you've got two central midfielders attacking the edge. Why is the ball going? He must have put fifteen crosses in into the same yeah. position every time. Edge of the box, there's two men waiting. Pull it back, lift your head, look. But if he's putting that Use ball your head. In, in fifteen in the same place fifteen times, he's been easy. told to put that ball there fifteen times. But it's, at some point, he's he's got to look up. But. You know, is, is that a directive? We don't know. Do well, we? Is, is, no. is there someone who's meant to be making runs there that isn't? Or? Yeah. Well, that'd be Carl and Grant, but, but, but you would imagine Carl and Grant would be making I also the thought, run. I also thought Diakabi was making the same runs as, as Flo a couple of times. Yeah. Like down that right where I feel like if, if they'd had someone who was cutting inside a bit more do you think, to offer an option almost as it, like, like Pritchard was doing on well, the Well, I was going to say, one thing I offered to my to a mate of mine was Congolos. We're obviously, even if we buy somebody this week, uh, he's not going to probably throw them in on Saturday because they have to go mm. through the whole training process. Is it worth swapping Pritchard and, and Benzer or Diakabi mm. around? Because Congolo's not going to get forward effectively like you want. No. So is it worth putting one of them on the left side and Pritchard infield so Hadajinai can go on the outside of him? The fact that there's so many dilemmas already after game one is, is probably a bit of a concern. My, my issue is after seven months we should we should really work this yeah. out considering what you said before Air Neil when nine of those starters were here Lost about 12 months ago I thought they were clever because Diakabe and, and one of them you had in his keeper so that, does that really count? Diakabe would, would have him fun against Malone but then he changed it and he moved I think it was uh, Clark and then, then he kind of doubled up with Malone pushed mm-hmm. Diakabe yeah. into the middle and just out of the game and then that okay Jan so they've done that to you so do something counter it yeah. yeah there were nothing no and I just thought Koku showed all his class now said intelligence and I thought I thought he schooled Jan last night and that that was so frustrating and we didn't get that bounce on that goal yeah. just before half time did we I had second half a few long range yeah. shots and then we, we often puff second half but like I say that were down to Derby there basically 8, 9, 10 Absolutely. men behind ball who yeah. sat in and yeah. They, they knew by doing that we weren't going to hurt them and just settle for win, didn't they? I, I feel like I, I feel like the performance wasn't as bad as 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 people are making it. Your, your emotion is mo- removed from a lot yeah. of us, so you've got more but, clarity. But I, 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 I said the same yeah. last night. As, yeah. as I wrote as I wrote in my piece today for the, the five conclusions, I feel like they're ninety percent of the way there with everything, and that last ten percent is letting them down. The movement was good at times. The press was good at times. You know that the, the counter attacks looked promising at times. They they created the chances, but they're just the, the cohesion between the teams isn't the, between the players yeah, isn't yeah. there. 
between the thirds exactly mm. and also kind of to be honest the, the front three I don't remember them playing passes to each other very much that's, that's, they, they were that's always, what I'm about with the pivot and the yeah they yeah. were always going up to the <clears throat> out to the fullbacks or back to the midfield they weren't playing to each other yeah um, <clears throat> which I, and I feel like it. it's I mean it's it's as you as you keep saying Neil it's it's game one and the other thing is, to be honest, what what did we expect? Because if you if you look at the everyone's preseason predictions, I think sort of has town anywhere between sort of sixth and and sort of fourteenth. Yeah. So I think, I think we I think expected that they would start. I think there are a lot of conservative ones, but I think secretly we all hoped, didn't we? That it was yeah, going to click. that's it. <laughs> I think. Um, I think it's the fact that it's the set, it's it's the individual errors and the lack of finishing that cost them. Yeah, do you know, do you know if Tommy Elphick doesn't do if that Tommy last night, you never know. Do that. You? Yeah, you never know. It's a different game. Yeah, and totally. We just melted for five minutes, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, the problem is though, if you look going back two, three, four seasons, even Wagner days and stuff, we've never hardly scored any goals. We yeah. never have. And there's little evidence last night that that's going to happen in time soon. You're on about that ten percent, Stephen. You're right, mm. but I just. Is that going to come? Can that just be switched on? Is the personnel yeah, there? It's the hardest thing I to do. Yeah, it is. And I just don't see... I mean, we've got 50-odd goals in promotions here at 56. I, I only it's, see one goal yeah. scorer in our team, and that yeah, worries me. Yeah. That it's, really it's, worries me. It's much easier to drill a defence to do well, which is why uh, people like Tony Pulis and Sam Allardyce and Roy yeah. Hodgson are so good as firefighter managers because they come in and sort out the back four. Yeah. Um, it's much harder to get that attacking cohesion going. And, and international mm. tournaments, that's why international tournaments tend to be so yeah. dull because the managers don't have time to work on it. Mm. So it is a notoriously difficult one to do. But part of my concern with, with Siva and the way that he's... I agree, it's, I think it was an impossible job that he took in January. Yeah. My concern is whether people are judging... That might be judging him more harshly than they would be judging a brand new hire that came in in the I th- summer. I think you're right because well, there's a few oh, things that have gone about today which one of one someone's um, a couple of people have quoted his win ratio of 6 point something yeah. percent which probably you know is 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 not great. Uh I I've said I've got it from somebody with one win in 27. Yeah. Um so obviously people mm-hmm. are still using last season as a as a yeah. barometer when really and I've, and I've contradicted myself well, a bit. Well, like, it's a pre-season. percent if it's uh, if you're going to the championship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Jan. Who's our Tom Lawrence, though? Who's our Tom Lawrence? We don't have one. Tom, Alex have. Pritchard? No. Maybe at this level. Who's your game changer? Who's, your man who can, who's the man who's going to rip it up and get us in them player spots? Who is it? Who's your Pablo Hernandez? Who's your Jack Grealish? I, like, I, I, like I don't, I don't I think like we it, have one. That's what I, I feel like 12. it could be Bakuna, but he was terrible on Monday. So... We, you need someone in that final third to do bits like that. Yeah. And I I look at as Van Lepara carries the ball really well. Is he going to, you know, he, he was a, in that season we're on about 16, 17, he got something like two goals, no assists in 40 yeah. odd games. He's not going to. I know in. you guys are really big on Van Lepara. I've never been a huge fan, I have to say. He's, he, he did a great job in that. In fact, he was better in the Premier League, I thought, than that really? season. Yeah. He, he just, in, from a defensive team, it helped carry them. You know, it carries the ball. It's, it's almost like that pivot I'm talking about. It carries you into that yeah. final third, and it it helps do bits. Um, Kachunga's not really been at it for me since that Oof. 16, 17 not season. Since, since December, is it? Yeah. December twenty seventeen. I mean, yeah, he's he's not been such a shame to me. The, the, the he's a great that, he's a great guy, but he's he's the struggling. Fact that you brought. I mean, I'm not saying Karoma's going to be the answer, but you brought this lad in who was buzzing with a big move. Didn't had a good season yet. Kwan and Kachunga, sort of the old schooler, mm. still preferred. And, yeah. you know, Van, Van Lepard not there. Race Brown not there. It was, it was looked very, very promising pre-season. Yeah. Just, there's, there's some odd ones. And I think that's that's probably panicking people a little bit more. The fact, not so much the result, but the fact there's a few 
of the old cracks that are still the, there. The weird thing is, is that the, the team that he picked is exactly the same team that me and Mel picked. Independently of each other, we wrote it down. We had the same thing, and we asked. We did the fan poll. I had O'Brien in instead of Bakuna. That yeah, was my only okay. thing. Yeah. We had the fan poll, but the fa- that's the exact team that the fans picked as well. On yeah. overall, no, the so yeah, it's, no. yeah. But I, th- I feel I think that I think he probably sees that as his strongest eleven. But I th- uh, maybe minus and Benzer. You- but I think he's going to rotate the wingers in the midfielders throughout the mm. season. I think that's that's he's probably told Karoma and Brown. Look, it's a long season. You're going to get chances. Yeah. At some I'm going to I'm going to save what I was going to say Sorry. for a bit later. On, we've got the thing is, Brown's not a kid. Like, no, like, he's like, like, like Karoma's a bit of a, he's a young unknown building. But but Brown isn't a kid. Brown's been there, played, you know, for Birmingham before he went to Forest Green. Sort of reinvented himself at Forest Green. So for me to to not have him involved in the eight mm-hmm. teams, a bit of an odd one. Yeah. I, I yeah, I think that was hard to have three wingers and yeah. no Reese Brown. Mm. All right, well, I don't want to linger on Derby too much because we've got no, quite a lot to it. get through. Move on, done so it. I'll read out some uh, some tweets that we've had from people, and you guys can jump in if you want, if you choose to. Um, so football, Charlie's the first one that's come up. Charlie's going to write for our our website this season, which is great. Uh, Charlie said it looked like every appearance under Jan Ziva, some admirable effort in the second half, but no mm. end product. The opposite of the performance needed to silence doubters. I think. People are hoping for more dynamism and a noticeable improvement. Confidence and finesse uh, are way off too. Uh, Jody Calvert uh, said, I've forgotten how frustrating watching town can be, which is so true. <laughs> Elphick was uh, woeful. Bakuna Anonymous, tactic structure questionable. Urgency movement, men in box equals non-existent. Points deserved, arguably won. Faith in the team. Still 100%, long way to go. Great tweet. Uh, and Benza Madness, I don't know if he wants to keep that for, for too long. Um, we have good players, but Jan's playing style isn't working for them. We were playing like Mounier was on the pitch with all the crosses coming in, but he wasn't. If that's our main way of attacking, how is Grant going to get the 20-25 goals he needs? Uh, and Clive Wilkinson says, too many players out of position. Pritchard should be more central, not a winger. Flo thinks he's Alexandra Arnold, <laughs> but without the crossing <laughs> quality. Um, Diakabi is a danger. Make of that what you will. We'll come to that later. Uh, and Congolo should be centre back which I agree with but there were some positives mid-table finish for, for Clive uh, and the last couple on that one Sam Law says too many average performances from good players and I hope Elphick's debut was a one-off uh, Dear Carby looks like he, he doesn't know what he's doing thought Pritch and Flo showed most willing can only get better and then Michael Foster says finding it hard to have faith in Siva best centre half playing left back isn't sustainable uh, Kachunga seems a yard slower than when we brought him in and as much as I love Big Call if he's your answer in the 89th minute He's concerned. Um, that that were the odd one for me. That if you asked any town fan, if you did a poll of hundred town fans, of if you needed a goal with a minute left, you need Grant. Who would you chant? Who would you want, Grant or Kwana? Everybody would take Grant and take out the previous eighty nine minutes. No matter how knackered he is, there's a minute left. Grant is still your chance of a goal. By all means, throw them both on up yeah, front. Exactly. Oh, oh, I was yeah, exactly. I was amazed to see Grant yeah, come yeah. off, I to say. Yeah, for him to come off. If, you, if you're going to chuck Col on, leave Grant on. Where's you, you've known to lose at that Where's point. Yeah. He's, been at, he's been at the Africa Cup of Nations. He's so only he started training he, last he, week. He can't, he? Yeah, he only started training last week. Yeah. Yeah. There's not many uh, not to speed. players in European, other European teams that are without like someone who's been African Nations Cup at the start no, of the season. No, there's a few. Like Liverpool have had the same with their Brazilians who have been with Brazil at the at the Copper America, which was about the same time. It, it, it is, but yeah, it, there are miss, other teams doing it as well. You were missed last night, I thought, a little bit. It, uh, would, it would have been 
a nice one to have off at bench when he with 10 minutes left to go yeah. to. And he's throwing crosses in, yeah. yeah. Richard Kittle, like, but here's he were bringing it out yeah. and doing what he wanted. He's an absolute... Mm. I think the funny one for me is, is Flo. I mean, he divides opinion probably more than any other player that was. doesn't divide my opinion. I've got a very strong... Yeah, yeah. Well, I have done and, and, and in fairness, you, 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 well, you've had that for... Since Stoke A away. long time. Yeah. And uh, I sort of defended him to an extent, but then over the last year or so, he's... You've come round to my way of thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not done happen often. I don't, don't, you know, I don't want to be negative about town players. I want to like every single one of them, but he's just one I just don't like in terms of his playing style. I just, I I find him a better player in defensive midfield than right back. Oh, really? Yeah, I just, I I, I think he does quite a decent job in front of the back four. Um, I almost wonder if he might be better as a wing back than a full back. Yeah, he is. He probably, but then again, you've got a crossing issue. He can't do Yeah, that's true. But yeah. Anyway, th- thank you very much for all those that got in touch. Alan Lee uh, also said uh, disappointing. Uh, Bakuni wants him to play at higher. Eddie Hoyle, big fan of the haircut club. Uh, he's also said disappointing, but uh, he's expecting to see a difference from last season. He says soft lack of ideas, no imagination. Says it all with two one down with ten minutes to go, and we take off our striker. I think we would just want to see something a little bit different, and we did. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't think it's the result really. Yeah. Well, I think we could lost three two, but I just. We saw the same cracks, the same players playing in wrong positions, and I think that's you've getting a lot of you know good posters there, kind of saying the same yeah. thing. Really, I think we weren't naive enough. To, we were playing a team lost in playoff final. It's not no muck, so we knew, but mm-hmm. we just like that was the frustrating thing for me. We were like nothing had changed really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've actually got more on the next page, and we'll finish on Colin in a second. But town, smile a while fanzine says town fans need to be realistic and calm down a bit. Uh, Greg, Greg. Grant bagged his first goal of the season. Schindler was solid and we created chances. We were defensively shaky and careless in position. Uh, things that need to tighten. A win at QPR. Yeah, Everybody's smiling. We could win QPR, sadly. No yeah, doubt. It would surprise me nothing, though. We could win 3-0 there. Yeah. 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 And uh, good luck. Season, this is it. There was, enough, down, on, there was enough on show yeah. to, to, to me that I think that they could batter half the teams in that division. Yeah. Yeah. That it's just, it's, I think it's getting the first yeah. goal. But yeah. thanks to Smile Wild. Good luck to uh, Smile Wild fanzine who are releasing a, uh, a new episode uh, I think this weekend uh, there's some good art, art illustrations that Peter O'Toole does for them. Really I think you're right, Stephen. There, I think it, it looked like to me early impressions as like kind of a flat chat bully team that will batter your bottom ass. But I just think coming against any quality who's got a bit of now good coaches mm. and a bit of gun players, I, I do wonder, you know, and yeah, I do think that that is our issue. It was clever with Koku, like because yeah. they totally changed what they did. They bossed when, it. Yeah, it was, yeah. We were kind of when they were, it was like, well, they're playing on the counter. What are they yeah, going to do? Yeah, the counter. What are they going to do? So it's like being under the sitting, DVD last hold season. Hold your shape, and if, if in yeah. doubt, every man of theirs, if in doubt, give it Huddleston. I, uh, I I threw Koku's name in in January before Jan Siva as a thing, and I'm quite pleased to see him play in England. But I'm surprised he's in the Championship to be honest with what he's what he's done. But I think I think Frank de Boer stung. To be honest, because their their hit their backgrounds are almost identical, mm. like almost year for year as well. I did a piece on little thing oh, in Alexandra okay. about it. Just like they've both got like they both played for Barcelona between at the turn of the millennium. Yeah, they've both got over hundred yeah. caps for Holland. for Holland. Yeah. They both became assistant manager in the Netherlands at exactly the same time. Good, anyway, yeah. good footballer um, was Philip Cook. But I th- I think yeah he was. Yeah. But yeah. I think I think it would be proper footballer. Anyway, anyway. I wonder if the fact that De Boer was such a disaster as town enjoyed to their advantage yeah, when he yeah, went to yeah. Crystal Palace I yeah. wonder if that's put people off Koku in the Premier League could maybe be. I think Colin Franchak could be a uh, good one to finish on he says is it too soon to start questioning the manager after a 7 month pre-season why was the team lacking in any cohesion I never want any manager to fail but the signs are not good he's not giving me any confidence so far I'm going to say look Jan's in, in situ let's let's give him 
let's give him the chance. Um, but we it, we, it we gain, <laughs> and I'm not doing the happy clappy bit, but we, we gain nothing by absolutely hammering Jan at yeah. this moment in time. And I did, hands up, I did last season, but before we knew about all the unrest and what have you. Mm. So he's, he's now managed to clear all them out. He's well, now got a fresh slate. You say that, but I, I think out of those, we call them the not so magnificent seven. I think there is still some of them still lingering around, probably. Yeah. So well, you know, two, I think. Yeah. So there's probably not the. There's still, you know, it's probably they're still not, not training, the perfect though. squad. So. They're not involved in the first team, though. No, those two. They just walked out of there last night. Just thought Derby need to get Wayne Rooney, and they just need that, that kind of bit of quality. Incredible. That just shows what you're up against, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's the, the hundred grand a week. How can they afford that? Well, that's an all you. That's down to purchasing the stadium for Incredible. twice as much it's, it's worth, etc. It's another Yeah, it's all. It doesn't, it doesn't sit right in this league, does it? Candy Crush. Got bags of experience in that Derby team, haven't they? Yeah. Malone were getting a bit of sticker on, weren't they? It is what it is. I've still it? not forgiven him Man City away when he cleaned. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But Chelsea away. Chelsea away. He's dive one of the best three you've ever seen. Best, th- best three million we've ever spent the, on. The things on a dive, that stood out for me, I mean, you haven't seen. Obviously, we haven't seen Championship football like in the flesh for two seasons. I thought the referee was so lenient. We'd have had men off yesterday. We what did, but he just like I mean, like Og nearly decapitated someone. And I don't, I don't want to hammer refs, but I thought no. he was a bit weak. I thought yeah, Derby I thought, were play acting quite a lot, and I thought he fell for a lot. I thought, of stuff. I thought, I thought he gave them a lot that he didn't yeah. give us, and yeah. that's biased. That, that, there was a foul on Bakuna as well. But I, but I thought. I, I agree. I think the referee. There was nothing, was, ma- nothing major. No, no, nothing no, major. I, to be honest, there was nothing that stood out. And he gave like, us a penalty, so you know. there were nothing yeah. game changing. No, no, exactly. But uh, but I would say I think Town looked a bit surprised by it. I think they need to get used to that now. Yeah. Then they, someone. That's not my opinion. Someone said that to me in the press room yesterday. <laughs> but I agree with it. I, th- yeah, I think right. I think that the the they need to get reused to the referees not being quite as good and, and also and just get on with it. We, we don't want a season of. Whinging and blaming referees. No, at the end of the day, that. it's not the referees who, who win and lose your points. And another thing as Simple. well, like you have, we always said in the Championship, it's a, a, a scale and it's like all action. I thought like, the speed were like 25, 30 miles an hour lower than what we'd seen in no, I mean, Premier League's far faster. It wouldn't believe it. Was it, but it, it was so slow, and that's what frustrated me because we had the time and the ball for the quality. But yeah, the I, I, I think that hampered us. I, I still think there's a huge gulf between the two leagues. Oh, I it's huge. It's sprints, huge. apparently. That's the big, I've read that that's the big difference because the, the, champ, the speed, Premier League, yeah. you're sprinting basically the whole time. Do you think we yeah. looked fit? A few people were pointing the finger at that. Or that can it, is it an easy thing to throw at you? I, I, I didn't, I didn't see well. it being an issue, to be honest. No. But no, I don't know, I might be wrong. But I, 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 I think after a defeat like that, after all sort of the build-up, people are looking for stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's be fair. We, we gave them I think ammo last when, when you take, so. I, I think sometimes when you're chasing a game and you just look a bit like you don't know what's happening I think people tend to you know I think what is interesting looks, now is we've got it looks like tired but it's not we've got what 48 hours until window shuts so yeah it's a, so it's a massive 48 hours will there be any ins will there be any outs who knows ins we'll move on to our next section anyway Ince with a repeat corner from the right. Left footed, near post. Schindler flicks it. 1 0 on a field town. Christopher Schindler has met Tom Ince's corner. It might have taken another deflection, but Town's talisman defender has broken Man City's defence. Right, so uh, our next bit. So we're, we're, we're late with it. We're always late with this. So it's uh, our pre season. To season preview, so with a uh, a glance through the window, if you like. So we've had a, a look at week one, as we've just said, Neil. Oh, you've mostly said in in terms of one game, nothing's won or lost in in week one. So whatever we predict now shouldn't really have a, any <coughs> any difference or 
or shouldn't be really swayed by what we saw on Saturday. Um, Stephen, you had the luxury um, football privilege, I'm going to call. <laughs> so you had the uh, the luxury of going out to um, Austria, yeah. town uh, during pre-season. What did you glean, if you like, from from town's tour over there and into from the Premier League to to Austria? How how mm. was it over there? What was um, what was everything like? Because you got obviously got to watch training as well, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, the the big thing was the 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 fact that everyone was so relaxed and everyone was in such a good mood, and I think that was important because the vibe that we've got, and I think Hodgkinson and Siva have been dropping more and more hints about this as the summer's gone on, was that things were not in a good place towards the end of last season, which I think we know we've we've touched on. The not so magnificent seven. Mm-hmm. I think they were huge. <laughs> I think they were hugely disruptive to the dressing room, and the club took a very strong line in in taking them out of the squad altogether, um, and and not even giving them squad numbers. And it, the team, the squad, definitely seemed like they're all working for each other. And I think we saw that against uh, Derby as well, for all the faults. Uh, and I think that's again that's another thing that's I think Siva was kind of referring to when he said that he was pleased with the responses the fact that the players rallied around each other they weren't pointing fingers at each other they were actually you know they, they kept going but it's a young and very raw squad I, I'm kind of getting the sense I'm sorry I'm getting a little bit off the question here I kind of get the sense that they might be treating this season as a let's Take a step back, see where we are it's now. Nineteen-month preseason. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. This is this is what I wrote, isn't it? For the thing that I, yeah. I think this is um, a precursor to a tilt next year. Yes, yeah. I think it is. Yeah. I think they're seeing who's who's up to it, who isn't, and they're going to spend probably less so January because it's so hard to do good business in January. But certainly next summer, just being like, right, well, these players were good, these players didn't work. This is what we need to do. Here's our shopping list. Let's go out and, and do that. Yeah, I think the danger in that is that with the parachute money and yeah. a club like us is that it's pretty much one shot go, and then yeah. if it doesn't work next summer, then the the stats do show that if you don't bounce back straight away, then you're unlikely to come back over the next the following four years mm. after after a relegation. <laughs> but no, I mean in terms of Austria, it was um, it was very positive that you know Sievert was very relaxed as you, anyone who listened to or watched is pre-match press conference before the derby game would tell you he was he was quite a good guy I like Jan I think yeah he is I think he's quite a good guy yeah me too and and I want him you know I do want him to do well I'm not going to like shy away from criticising him but uh, mm. when he you know gets things wrong but I, yeah I agree I think he's a, he's a nice guy he was you know going around as he did at the pre-season friendlies going around saying hello to everyone taking selfies high fiving the kids which does go a long way when you've had a miserable season like they had I think at a community year. club like Huddersfield yeah. as well I think that stuff like that is, is appreciated yeah absolutely yeah. so in terms of signings the window's not shut yet so we won't go too mm. deep into that um did we address what we needed? Not yet, I think. But yeah. we'll, we'll go to that, you know, sort of once the window is shut because we might look silly, you know, once we release this and we might have someone through the door. You never know. Do you, so. all out. But, but, it, but it, at the moment, it feels like, Tanker. it feels like the, as Jim Chisholm said to me recently, it feels like the same kind of signings town have done forever, which is players from, players with a lot of potential. We we ready for we slated right well now. not slated we we didn't slate them but town got slated twelve months ago for signing a load of project players yeah and the ones that have come in I kind of look at them and go mm, they look oh, a bit really, like project yeah. players yeah. <laughs> and apart from Elphick obviously yeah um, but it's a different league so it's a I think Rivera looks ready as well to be fair 
Yeah, I did all right. I thought last night. Yeah. Um. So preseason, I, do you put a lot of stock? So Neil, do you like preseason results? I always remember when Town used to tour Ireland when I was a kid, and they used, if if they won or lost against Shelbourne, you knew you were in for an okay season <laughs> or not. Um. I don't really put a lot of stock Glorified in results. trading sessions. Yeah. So that, that's all they are. That answers and my question. If you, if, you, if you go back to previous seasons, you can pick out the odd result because you might have been at a pre-season friendly. The fact that a couple of thousand people turn up to home ones tells you all you need to know. They are yeah. just glorified training sessions with nets up. Simple. You just want to see something different and even new players shining, old players doing something they didn't last year, a new formation and what have you. And yeah, whether we win 6-0 or lose 3-0, it doesn't really matter to be honest with you. But I just no, I thought, again, you know, you don't want to write the guy off. You haven't played many games the last three seasons, but I just thought that Montpellier game they were assigned. I remember going to the pub after and like Elphick and they were frowning faces, and I just thought into that. But I suppose he's hardly played any football. But then you think at his age, is he going to improve? Surely going to be better than that. It's a big, big dilemma, kind of. We can't write him off after that. No, just, no. If, if, if people are writing him off after no. that, they need to have a word because it's uh, it's one game. Like Stephen said, he's probably not yeah. made a mistake that bad it last five years yeah. unfortunately I, for us it's first game at sea live on Sky yeah. we've just been relegated yeah. it's cost us a goal it's put us into disarray for ten minutes we've lost another goal he doesn't do that 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 game could well finish nil-nil last night it's one of them it's you know so I, I don't read too much into that unhappy about it of course I am but move on let's see what it's like next Saturday at Kilpia yeah. I, I think the Montpellier game was the weakest performance from town in a pre-season game out of the because I went to well apart from the ones that were behind closed doors I went to all of them and that that was definitely the weakest performance I think the positives out of it were were one is something that Schindler Christopher Schindler touched on which is yes it's only pre-season but they didn't lose any of those games and I think they needed that like even though they're they're only friendlies and it's probably forgotten about now already having lost a derby they did need that because if they'd gone and lost all the games in pre-season then they would have been in a stinking mood the other and the other thing was that it it the, the the young players that came in and now look ready like Lewis O'Brien was a was the proper star of preseason but also and I don't expect he'll play much but Romani Edmonds Green acquitted himself well as yeah. well I, w- I wonder if if they do get a left back and they've got a bit more cover at centre back whether they might stick Romani out to to League One or League Two to get some experience he, he's not ready for the championship yeah. yet mm. but he 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 looked decent and that so that was, was the disappointment me Stephen there that last night you know you had Lewis O'Brien who's had a great preseason we're home we're on Derby it's a young you know this were the this was the, for me, and we were saying it before, we were texting the group during the day, get him in, get you know, get him starting. And to not even put him on when, you know, it seemed an obvious replacement with Bakuna going down, but it's, uh, oh, he must be so frustrated going on last night. At the same time, for all absolute amorine that Bakuna's had for last night, if he hadn't started Bakuna, he'd have got absolutely hammered yeah, for not starting him. So... And, he, if, he had, and then if you're leaving a Moy or an out, the thing can you do that, you know? I was gonna say I was just gonna throw something in. Um it, we're going back a little bit to so preseason we'll we'll, we'll keep it on the preseason thing, but we, you work out different styles and different mm. uh different techniques. Jan has been playing players all over the place, <clears throat> excuse me, for the the last seven months. He's been playing Stankovic midfield defence, has played mm. Bakuna right back, centre mid, defensive mid. Is it worth because the way Jan plays in this four three three, the defensive midfielder seems to uh, distribute the ball a lot which yeah. is not a strength of Jonathan Hogg do you think it might be worth playing Aaron Moy in a quarterback role in front of the back four as he gets slower and older mm. hopefully he stays with us because he's, he's quality would it maybe 
in this style and system, would a, a change to move Aaron Moy into in front of the back four where he's more involved with the passing of the game rather than needing to box to box, would that suit him more, do you think? Would that be worth looking at even? It may, might not it, be suitable. I'll be honest, that, what I'm thinking, it, I just think it's about good players playing well. Yeah. I, I, it's just about good players playing well. I just think you can, you can overthink these things and yeah. who should play and who should play there. If Aaron Moy is on his game last night for 90 minutes, if there's... Oh, if, if everybody's on the game for 90 minutes, we win that last night because that's a good team on paper. Mm. He gave you know, him a second goal, didn't Moy? Yeah, so I, I just think, you know, let, let's, let's not let's not overthink it, which is what we are doing and everybody's doing it. Let's not overthink that's it. That's what too a podcast early. is for. Yeah, but I think I think we can go a bit too heavy on it and it is what it is. We started, we lost. QPR Saturday, that's next. Move on, leave Derby alone. Done. I'll sing us out then. I think the midfield three are a bit more fluid than people. I would say on that on the midfield point though. Yeah, it's a bit more fluid than I think people were possibly expecting. Someone tweeted me earlier saying why was why was Hog playing attack midfield and Bakuna at, at defensive midfield? It's like he wasn't. It's just they were filling in for each other. They, they they'll swap positions a little bit. Six and eight swap. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because that and yeah, it's. Yeah, and, and I think that's all it is. I, I, it was also interesting that they put Bakuna in the number 10 role for the second half. As you say, they went almost to a, just a straight 4-2-3-1. Mm. Well, it was basically just a straight 4-2-3-1. Yeah, it's, it's, su- sure, yeah. it's subtle because off the ball, when the opposition have the ball in their own half, that they are in a 4-2-3-1 shape anyway because Moy normally is, was pushing up to, to help with the press. So it, it was a, a subtle change. But yeah, Bakuna was staying up there a little bit more than, than Moy had been. Right, if we if I push you guys, so pre-season, any any clubs that Cosy, you you've you've kept an eye on some clubs in the championship. You've had a, a glance around, if you like. Yeah, they all got beat on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, any <laughs> any sort of anybody that's catching your eye, maybe the business that they've done, maybe the way they conduct themselves. Uh, well, any, anybody that's that L word, but Leeds, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because there's a lot of negativity with people I know actually go to the games, which is a quite a surprise, isn't it? With a lot of them, but. Yeah, obviously Roof going Belgium is a bit of a strange one. They got Costa in, who benched him on on Sunday. They, I think they're more worried than their squad. I think they're looking at bringing someone in, but it's it's hard to see that they're not. It going sounds to like again. that, and key to whatever his call yeah. from Arsenal is pretty much a done. Mm. Is he not after Bristol City? No, not according to Philly. But that's uh, yeah, they're going to be up there out there battling for the top six. Yeah, what what was saying to Neil beforehand about about them is I watched them against Bristol City and. Player for player, I don't think they're better than anybody in this league. I'd, I'd say player for player, you take the manager away, player for player, I think that's a mid, pretty much a mid-table, well, it's top 10. It's a big if though, isn't it? It's the opposite yeah. of Fulham. But, <laughs> but when you look at them tactically and positionally, they're, li- they're top light top years. Yeah. Just they seem to know their roles, they're, didn't they? They seem years. to be a proper yeah. unit. That's it. Every time, the thing is, yeah. what, what, what annoys me a little bit about Leeds is when they clear the ball, a player's got his head down, he clears it, it goes to a Leeds player every time because they know where people are at all mm. times and they're drilled so so well and so cleverly that they don't need the best players in the league to to do well and sadly they probably will be up there yeah. mm. I, I hoped for a playoff hangover but you just doesn't, look, doesn't look like it's happening so let's move on from talking about them West Brom they can't, they're not really far away are they I've got, I've got West good, Brom second as well good win on uh, so, yeah. Saturday not in have we all got West yeah. Brom second I've got West Brom winning yeah. it oh, well there we go yeah I've got West but this is my bias creeping mm. in I have to live here so <laughs> you know Derby that Rune is obviously not coming to January know, to finish yeah. seventh, but I, I I could see them missing out. I wasn't impressed with them at all, but it's only one game in it, and yeah. it's hard to kind of make a judgment. But playoff hangover, uh, 
He's not a bad one to have in, isn't he? New manager though, aren't the new coach? You got to remember that, and it's different. It's yeah. not like when we went with Lee Clark again and again. It's it was a long way to go. Fresh. They've got to get it right one year. They've been yeah, they've been threatening it for four yeah. times yeah. in the last six years or something yeah. like that. The, the there are two teams I find interesting, and one of them is West Brom. I thought last year West Brom had the team, but not the manager. Uh, Darren Moore, like him a lot. I hope he does well at Doncaster, but he he just. West Brom, when I watched West Brom, they were so frustrating. They had no control at any point. The plan just, nothing seemed to click for them, despite, and it just seemed to be good players digging them out of trouble quite a lot. And they've got the manager now, but they've sold some good players. <laughs> so it's kind of flipped a little bit. But I, I fancy West Brom to do well. I think they've got a good manager. I think they've, they've got control in the middle mm-hmm. of the park. Um, they should be up there. Fulham, Mitrovic should bang goals in, yeah. in this league. Absolutely, should absolutely ruin this league. And the players they've got, they should ruin this league. I've got them up there. There's no way you can tip but, Fulham because they've just lost to Barnsley who only just come up. But so they, surely we should be writing Fulham off. Fulham remind me <laughs> of West Brom last season in that they've got the players, but do they have the manager? Yeah, exactly. That, so they remind me of shades of West Brom last season. That's why I've kind of linked the two. Um, I think got, Barnsley are better than people think as well. I, I don't think Barnsley will be anywhere near the bottom three. No, I don't. I think they've got a great manager and a really good think well run. Said, they've got a plan. Said rather tongue in cheek after the slating yeah. that we've had for losing yeah. again. They, they've, got, they've got they've got a plan and they've got uh, a system and that they've spent last year drilled in it and that takes you a long way in the championship. Yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about mid table things. I always right? think Stokes should be doing. That. They were my great. Well, nah, I think a big tip won it last year, but they were they were the worst one. They're miserable. Yeah, there's, just, there's just something about them. I just Weird, don't like. A lot of experience doing it. Yeah. Tom Inswood on bench that. Well, the, the the thing with Stoke when they first got relegated was like you look through that squad and you think, and at first glance you think, oh, they're really good. They should do really well in the championship. But and then you look through it again and you think, how many of these players are players that. Uh, reputed to have bad attitudes and it was about a third of the squad there's a lot they're not going to do it there's so many draws last year and and the manager's record at Stoke's not very good and I just look at them and and I've I've put them sixth but there's just something I'm not convinced I I, I have Brentford in top six and with their their transfer business I'm a bit dubious now whether that they've lost a lot of good players but they they always replace really well yeah their scouting's Pretty much second to none in yeah. that division. When we when we got promoted, I said, right, that's it. First signing should be Brentford scouting department. That should, yeah. <laughs> should be the first thing. But case around. Swansea will be interesting. Oh, I don't fancy them. Swansea are another one like us, who everyone's putting them anywhere between yeah. like sixth and twentieth. Yeah, going down. Yeah. Yeah. They're desperate to sell though, weren't they? They were like pushing yeah. out of the door there. I think they're in a bit. Of, yeah, I'm not sure about. Them. They've still got one or two good players. I can't remember his name. There's a guy in midfield, but. They're my top six anyway so what I'll do is we'll go through our top six and bottom three um, I've not really in any order but I, I just quite fancy West Brom because of Billich uh, Fulham should get top two but because of Scott Parker I've got a feeling they'll falter at times where they shouldn't do <laughs> I don't like him either um, I, I don't mind the guy I just he's just he just reminds me of Darren Moore a lot you know in, in sort of mm-hmm. the things he does uh, Cardiff should I, th- I thought Aidan Flint was great signing for, for, for their style and then they lost, didn't they, on, on Saturday, yeah. which surprised me. Um, I think Cardiff will be up there. Cardiff and Fulham who came down. It might be lazy predicting because uh, Cardiff, Fulham, Leeds, uh, West Brom, and I've gone Brentford and Stoke. Um, although I'm, I'll, I'll say everyone's, everyone will say this, but there's there's other teams we could still get in the playoffs. Brett Blackpool, Blackburn, I, I all sorts. I've picked the top two all the way around. Yeah, all sorts could get in this top six. Um, my bottom three is... Was my my predictions were done before Saturday, and one of my bottom three I'm feeling rather daft about now after how they played on Saturday. But Hull, I, I, whenever I predict someone to go down, I don't like doing it first because it's a bit it feels a bit mm. dirty. But I always look at club. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. ...that are in disarray at the board level. That's 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 yeah. usually a telltale sign, so I've gone Hull. Um, however, they, they've got a massive 9 million for Harry Maguire, haven't they? So if they use that well, then they could be all right. Can you see and they've also it? got... Well, they've also got Jared Bowen. Yeah, they said that today, didn't they? Like the reporter up there and says they're not going to spend any money. Nah, so, yeah, mm, so if the, you know, they've got Jared Bowen there who's a quality, quality player. Two days left yeah. in Windy yet. Yeah. I believe he didn't go. I wouldn't be surprised yet. to see yeah. somebody plunder a few quid on him in the next couple of days. If he goes, I, I think, I think Hull will go. I yeah. think Hull will go down anyway. Kamil Grzyski is good as well. Yeah. yeah. Charlton is the other one. Yeah. Um, I think they'll make a good start, but they'll fade because that, that chairman there is just ridiculous and I don't really like Lee Boyer anyway. I still think Luton will go down, I think. Oh really? I do, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I just do. They I lost. They lost two good fullbacks. They lost the fullbacks, yeah. and I think over a long season, they're quite. Do you think they're going to be the lovable losers? This yeah, season. I think they yeah, might. Yeah. I think. I think, it's I think the they'll style, get goals, they, but I think they'll lose a lot of three twos and four threes. Yeah, and that was. Like, they lost the best two players, the fullbacks as well. Yeah. That was a belting game against Middlesbrough. On so, it was a cracking game. I don't have Middlesbrough up there. Old Charlton Luton for me. I look through a Middlesbrough squad just then, it doesn't seem to be one that kind of... It's a yeah. pure list. Anybody listening to this squad, though, yeah. anybody listening to this, my predictions last year, do not go at Bucky's on back of what I <laughs> Absolutely. It is and a mugs game for do you, want to, do you want to hear my one that I'm feeling rather daft about, but I go thought on. I was feeling quite smug a couple of, about three weeks ago. I thought, yeah, these lot could go down. I think this might be a good show. Was QPR. I've got QPR. Have you? Well, yeah. We've got them this Saturday. They're going to beat us this Saturday now, and I'm just going to sit there and just look <laughs> a complete weapon, which is weakly as Neil. Yeah, Mark yeah. Warburton's yeah. a really good manager. No chase the thing. My cousin's a Rangers fan, and he hates him. Really? So, yeah, he, he doesn't rate him at all, so I think it might be biased. He's, not, un- to him he's an uninspiring appointment, I think, if you're a fan of the club. But I think he's a, a, he's very competent. But I've still that said, I've still got QPR as well. If you want it's me a to steady pair of hands without exciting you, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so Neil, your top six was uh, Leeds, West Brom, Fulham, Cardiff, Brentford, Stoke, same as mine. Uh, your bottom three you've just announced there were Luton, Charlton and Hull, was it? Yeah. Um, Stephen, what have you got? Yeah, so I've got Leeds, West Brom, Brentford, Cardiff, Fulham, Derby. And uh, my three going down are QPR, Reading, who I think... Uh, yeah, Redding, Redding have been on the... I forgot all about Reading. No, they've they're, been, they're, they're on the fringe. They've been, yeah, they've, while, been, they? they've been hanging on by the fingertips. I just I like some now. of the noises coming from Reading with the new manager. They seem to get a bit of a bounce, it, don't they? The festival. That? <laughs> <laughs> that does. Leeds and Reading are rubbish. But, um, <laughs> full of 15 miles. Don't yeah, I know. It's amazing that they've still got the same lineup that they had in like 2006. I don't understand it. Anyway, QPR, Reading and Charlton as well for the same reasons you've said for Charlton I just, I just can't see it with them Du Chatelet they should call him if they don't but <laughs> Roland over there the chairman um, Cosy what are you going same on? as Stevens there top six Ooh. Derby for Stoke were my substitution there bit of a controversial one in that as well but 
Yeah. Hindsight no, one. To be honest, seeing what they've <laughs> yeah. done today in transfer window, I'd be tempted to swap Derby for Stoke mm. myself. He's not coming till next year though, is he really? He's in January, isn't he? Oh, okay. Down all, I would agree with you. Just again, disarray and a lot of discontent, a lot of empty Black Seas, Blackburn. I don't fancy them. Mm, I thought they might do all right. Boy. Yeah, and uh, Luton. So get yourself there 31st because it'll be one season. I'll tell you what, though, in the media, there's a lot. Of, I don't know if it's just because we've gone down, but it's like Huddersfield's promotion notes took an early setback. It's like there seems to be a massive yeah. person outside it's, of Huddersfield that we're going to come back up. I just don't. I've done a lot. Hubs. I've done a lot of interviews. <laughs> yeah. as, as I know you have as well. And like they're not the top 21. They started by saying, oh, I presume that that town will be looking for up Mike promotion yeah. and I had a, a bucky doing the same thing and it's like well actually no we're, yeah. they're, they're not it, like yeah. I, th- yeah I think you're not paying it. I he think seemed, just because they're newly relegated he seemed a little issue. bit negative about Huddersfield and then you kind of talked him around <laughs> almost didn't you with a bit more positivity but I'll read out some um, some that we've got from our, our contributors our writers before we we move on to a different our writers a well, different subject. Up, our writers yeah. I know this is well, I, we haven't even done the website yet, but we've got some squire yeah you've probably got more writers <laughs> than the exam booth yeah <laughs> Rory Benson but I'll tell you what Blake the Snake's not having it but anyway Elliot um, from Talk of the Town's got West Brom Fulham Leeds Cardiff Bristol City Brentford with Reading Hull and Charlton to go down this is a f- familiar theme here I'm waiting for Charlie to come back to me on that one Martin Sykes has got West Brom Leeds, Fulham, Brentford, Derby, and Huddersfield in his top six, uh, which I thought was uh, yeah, I thought that was an in- incredibly interesting one from Martin. In terms of in terms of going down, he has got dun, 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 Reading, Hull, and Charlton. So Reading, I think that's quite a solid three he's got there. Um, Charlie has come back to me, which is great. His top six: he's got Cardiff first, West Brom second, Fulham third, Leeds fourth, Derby fifth, Brentford sixth. With Reading, Luton, and Wigan to go down, and Town to finish fourteenth. Well, that's a good question. We haven't asked. Where do you think? I've, I've I said twelve. I can't say Wigan beat it bottom three. To be no, honest. I think they've signed quite well, Wigan. Yeah, I think. and they got a good manager. Yeah. I like him. I like yeah. Cookie as and well. And a good mascot and all. That that pie's actually <laughs> that's great. That <laughs> Christy the pie to, to laugh at, but he's, he's good. But yeah, so those are some of our contributors. I'm I'm still waiting for Danny to come back to me. He's obviously the girlfriend issues he's yeah uh, he's still busy in his slacker yeah he's busy so he's we'll probably never hear from him again um, so those those are the ones that we've got so we asked the question on Twitter and there's just uh, a couple that came in uh, Jack Boothroyd says I think Tam will finish anywhere between 8th and 12th uh, we have a squad which could challenge for the playoffs if used correctly and we get our mentality back top 6 Fulham Leeds Cardiff West Brom Brentford and Barnsley interestingly uh, bottom three Charlton Birmingham and Reading so Birmingham are another club in not great at that board level although they, they were supposed to be signing a you Croatian look at their team it just seems to be the same names all the time doesn't it they're just like they're really wedge on that Croatian aren't they yeah Jukovic still it's eight million away <coughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Alan Allen Lee 19 after uh, Neil's favourite player says uh, <laughs> Cardiff West Brom Leeds Fulham Derby and Barnsley as well so that's two wild cards we got for Barnsley um uh, German coach, strong philosophy and good team together. There's Birmingham, Charlton, Reading as well. So maybe he's got two accounts there. That's pretty much word for word. Sam, he shoots Coca-Cola. Um, he, he's saying Huddersfield will be in mid-table. Uh, he came up with a good point. He said um, it, it's going to take us a little while to adapt to the championship as well and there's going to be masses of patience required this year. And Dom Lister's the the final one and he says predict to finish for town between 12th and 5th. Top 6, Leeds, Brentford, West Brom, Cardiff, Fulham and any of about six other teams. Charlton, Reading, and Hull for the drop. So we'll move on to the next bit. 
Milan squares it, town of 30 yards out. Van der Parra's shot! What a goal! What a goal by Rodri Van der Parra! A right-footed curler into the top corner! The town fans couldn't believe their eyes at first, but it's an absolute screamer from the Dutchman. Huddersfield Town 1, West Bromwich Albion 0. Right, so I think we're going to have a 50-50 split in, in this conversation here. Um, it's been that that long ago because we've not really covered anything pre-season-wise. Uh, Sean Jarvis came in, he teased us, and saying that we're about to sign with a quirky um, quirky sponsor. Uh, apparently it was lined up all along. Um, so I feel a little bit used, Mr. Jarvis, on that one. No, I'm just I'm kidding. Um, so we got Paddy Power in the end. Paddy Power's first foray into shirts. Um bit quiet wasn't it Stephen? Yeah just a bit not much traffic on the website um, yeah. town didn't get any PR out of it no I mean it was <laughs> it was huge it was it's the biggest day that we've ever had in the history of the examiner sports desk on the website like it's double, double the previous best it was ridiculous the mm. traffic we got off that um, yeah I mean I think I think I've, I made no secret. It was not to my taste, but I've also, you know, held my hands up at the end of it and said it was a huge success mm. for for all concerned because town fans ended up with uh, with a, a set of kits that they love with the no sponsors on them. Um, most of them actually thought the campaign was in good fun. So, um, although there was a few frayed nerves, wasn't there towards yeah. the at the end? I think I think every, I I thought it was quite I quite in, when it first came out I was like obvious prank come yeah. on try harder and then they walked out at Rochdale in it and then all of a sudden you're like oh, no. <laughs> I, I said I think that kind of got a lot of people did, did yeah that it did I I kept maintaining there is no way they're gonna wear this kit I <laughs> I sort of put put my anyway. Um, yeah, anyway, so and obviously, yeah, so they've got their... Paddy Power have got the money's worth. Town have got the money, which is the biggest shirt deal that they've had... Half a million in the, in the championship. So, I've yeah. heard rumours of that, yeah, in that region. Uh, the, the kit looks great, and obviously there's what Neil will be talking about, which is the, the charity auction that they did. I have, I have linked the two, yes. Yeah, so. I, I thought the end's justified. I... I I yeah, don't take I, I don't gamble I don't partake in gambling I understand there are issues with um, advertising with gambling which is a separate conversation which I don't think we're ready for on here um, I, I thought kind of I, I, I don't take them too seriously I, I don't get too involved with Paddy Power I, the odd thing I don't really avidly follow them the odd mm. thing that gets retweeted that comes up in my timeline seems to be quite jovial for a lot of the time they're but they have a bit of a a dodgy history with some stuff. Yeah, they're better than they used to be. They did that Oscar Pistorius thing a few years ago. That was a little bit Willy cool. Walk, and yeah. that they do have a they do have a negative history for that. I think they're I think they are aware of that, but you still when those kinds of campaigns come out, like the one the town did, you're like, oh, for God, like what's this now? Because the David Ginola one was a bit yeah similar as well, as wasn't well. it? Yeah. But yeah, so we've got some some good kits. Um, any got any of you guys got any thoughts on it? Jose, Neil, <laughs> <laughs> we've said it all before, haven't we? Cosy is the thing. Go ahead. Yeah, much of what Stephen said. Not for me. Uh, I despise them as a company. Anyone who puts a book on a dead person, Hugo Ekio, to be a next manager when he were dead. Oscar Pistorius, the Tiger Woods thing that happened at the Open the other week, you know, Ginola, 
to me, I think a lot of people missing the point kind of with me, it wasn't really the betting angle. I can despise Paddy Power and all that they stand for. So to me, to see us jumping in bed with that made me sick really and all this stuff. Yeah, right, you know, good money's been raised now, but it's almost like they're coming out of being the good guys really. But yeah, not that company for me. One, I've had an issue with Coral Labrooks or what have you and that as well. But no, sad day really. And uh, yeah, the used as well. Did well for Paddy Power. But for the Seal Town, yeah, you know, we keep getting shoved down his throat now on social media by town that it's good for this and good for that. And it is, but dirty cash, not for me. Sad day, really. Okay, some good did come out of it in the end, Neil. Um, the, the Rochdale was, when, when they walked out, I think a lot of people then thought, then bought into it, thought, this is this is too much now. Um, but the ends of that particular game bore really great fruit if you like for you absolutely well not just for you but for, no, for what you represent fully fully understanding of Cosy's angle on it get it yep 100% no problem with that whatsoever um, agree with quite a bit of it if I'm being brutally honest yeah yeah, yeah. there's definitely but on the flip side of that um, I'm involved with two charities um, who were the very very lucky recipients of the funds from the Paddy Power shirts. So, obviously, on the pitch at half time last night, um, with the chairman and with another lad from AMC. Can I ask you a question? You can. Those checks that you get, do you actually take those big ones into the Oh, bank? I've got them. Have you no, taken no, them? You don't, no, you don't. You don't, you don't <laughs> take those to the bank, you get a little one as well. But it's, uh, yeah, so we've ended up with Andy's Man Club. I mean, the, if I'm just going a bit more about that, it's not just about the Paddy Power stuff. I mean, the Andy's Man Club stuff. Um, everybody who listens to this and sees me on social media knows that pretty much all I bang on about is Andy's Man Club and Uddersfield Street Kitchen that are obviously two things that are very close to me. Um, Andy's Man Club, it's safe to say that that has transformed my life. It's changed my life, made me a better person, um, made my life better, improved it no end. Um, so to get my football club and I don't use the my lightly, it's my football club. We've been watching this football club, you know, since I was seven years old. So to get my football club involved and there, you know, to sit there last night, to sit there last night after 12 minutes and see Andy's Man Club and it's okay to talk around the LED screens is a genuine lump in the throat time So what, for me. what minute do they come on the screens, the Andy's Man Clubs? It comes on minutes, after about 11 and a half, um, 43 and a bit. And then same in second half, so pretty much fifty-seven, eighty-eight. So if, if and then obviously it's also on during half time before kick off. So to, to for as a member of Andy's Man Club to see that the money that they've raised for us, which is basically seven thousand quid, yeah, brilliant for Andy's Man Club to get that money as a charity, and that'll be put to some great use, I've no doubt. But for a charity like Andy's Man Club, it is a lot more about raising the awareness of men's mental health and the fact that there is somewhere for men to go and talk. So if I wanted to go and talk, where could I go? Locally. Um, obviously, the one that I'm involved with is at Uddersfield, but locally, Halifax, Sheffield, Leeds, Bradford, Ebden Bridge, Wakefield. Website? Website is at andysmanclub.co.uk. It's also on Facebook, on Twitter, andysmanclub. And there's no pressure to go and talk, is there? No, you can just sit there and, and listen if you don't want to talk. I'm, and I'll be honest, the first time you walk through doors there, it's horrendous. It is awful. It's just, it's scary. You don't know what's on the other side, and the fact that you go in there means that you feel pretty naff anyway. 
So putting yourself through that for the first time is difficult. But if you talk to any member of Andy's Man Club now, that is probably the single best door they'll ever walk through. It does literally transform your life. It changes your life. Um, so for the club to, to back us with what they have done has been phenomenal, even let us get involved in the reveal of the, the third shirt online, which, you know, to get asked to do stuff like that is, it's mind-blowing, you know, and that's, and that one day, not, that was not to do with Paddy Power, that's just about, you know, a, a fun reveal for a shirt, but they let us as, as a men's mental health charity get involved in that, so that, that were really, that meant a lot, that really meant a lot. Um, and then obviously the, the street kitchen that I'm involved with, um, we're helping homeless every week, um, needy every week, you know, it's not just homeless people, there's people there just living the worst life, can't afford to turn the gas electric on and we help them, you know, we'll, you know, feed them, give them food for their cat, give them food for the dog, give them toiletries, give them sanitary products, sleeping bags, whatever we help with, we'll help with. Um, so I get £7,000 was mind-blowing and then I found out last night while I was down talking to Siobhan from the Town Foundation, I put in um, a request for some help from the big sleep out that they did, which is to raise aware, awareness for homeless people. Um, and she told me last night that they're giving us another £4,000. So the street kitchen is, is getting 11000 quid, which is frankly ridiculous. How long could that keep them going for? Something like it, it, it covers us for pretty much the next three and a half, four years without having to worry about it. And we've already got great sponsors, Helm All, um, help us out every month. Mallinson's Blinds help us out every month. Andy as well. Yeah, we've got Andy, Andy Needham from Approved Foods does a lot for us. We've had lots of help from people who don't want to be named. Um, but, I mean, I, I could list a thousand people who've helped us out and continue to help us out. So, to get that help. And it just shows what Uddersfield Town is all about. It's a community club. You know, they've done it since Dean Hall took over. From my point of view, I'm glad that they're carrying that on. Now Now Phil Hodgkinson's taken over. And it is it is vital that they're involved in the community and they're, they're helping people out. That are, it's, it's literally saving lives. Mm. So that's... And we'll echo what Dean Hoyle said last last week with us. And he said, you can't always, as, as a chairman or a custodian, you can't always control what goes on on the pitch, but you can off the pitch. So well done, Westfield yeah. Town. And you, Neil, as well, for what you do as well for them. So well done, mate. It's, it's made easy. It's made easy because if you're passionate about something... But then when you get in your football club getting involved, it's it's been that the last month has been bonkers, to be honest. Absolutely bonkers. But thoroughly, thoroughly appreciate everything that they do for us and continue to do for us. Fantastic. All three town at Shands. Forest Jerry! Danny Wood saves! Danny Wood saves! Jonathan Hogg's got a new contract today. Surprised. Yeah, very surprised. Sheffield United were linked. Burnley were mentioned a few times. I think that was more mm. loose. My mate um, saw him talking with Wagner and Costa in Usfield two months ago. That could that be, that could be just be that couldn't necessarily be a transfer. That could be mates meeting. Yeah, it could be all on it, but it's. Uh, but he does no, set so tongue wagging. Yeah. You mentioned it, Matt, didn't you, Sheffield? Yeah. But again, you don't know what's true, what's not. I was surprised, me. But one thing you always said again was, he like is a northern guy, isn't it? And yeah. a settled family, and family were the reason why he signed for us. If you remember, I think it's Yarm, isn't yeah. it? it yeah. From Yarm, a bit of a parents, cool yeah. one we got him. If you remember, because we were garbage. Yeah, know, Ross that, Wilson. That time. Ross they, Wilson they got him. Yeah. Back of that amazing Nokia, you know, misses and the yeah, other he end. set the header. Yeah, he yeah, headed yeah, it for Dean, yeah. didn't he? Jonathan but, in the playoffs. 
surely there's uh, no one can have a bad word to say about this bit of news. It's uh, no, he's thirty years old, so he's got yeah. two years, I think. Stephen, yeah, and written it's, the, and the thing. It, interestingly, it's a whole new deal as well. It's because they did have his existing contract, which was up next summer, did have the option for another year, but they've actually given him a whole new deal. Okay. So I assume he's got a slight bump in pay, but I don't know that for a fact. So I've not got any insider information okay. on that one. Speculates fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously, good news. He's exactly the kind of of player and character that they want to have around the club, I think, and and the kind of player that you can build a team around. Always gives hundred um, percent. You know, he's he's perfectly good central midfielder in in this division. Uh, I, I, as you say, I don't think mm. don't think anyone would have a bad word to, to say about it. Um, apart from except maybe one of you two is about to now. Because he's about to say no. something. I think Jan's on. just got to find a way of solving this midfield puzzle. That's the thing, mm-hmm. isn't yeah. it? Because it yeah. just seems to me lopsided with kind of defensive midfield players. And yeah, let's see what it's going to come up with. Yeah, I don't, so, I, don't, I don't think anybody has not much to say about we're, Johnny Hogg. We're all Hogg fans. We, we all know his limitations as well, but we're all fans yeah. of the man, aren't we? Jonathan yeah. Hogg, which is I think great. He probably knows him himself. Absolutely. Nothing more to say, I think. Yeah. Excellent news. So well done to everyone who tied that down and uh, looking forward to seeing Jonathan Ogg over the next couple of years. Still a good age, isn't he? 30. Neil, I'm excited. It's time. Sound the alarm. Hi, I'm Bobby Madley and you're entering the Danger Zone. Yeah, so we've got a couple of uh, candidates on the first week. The first one for me is the Daily Fails, Ian Herbert. He's had an absolute shocker, absolute danger, this lad. He went fully, fully balls deep um, (laughs) regarding the shirt release, etc. Couldn't give any credit about it whatsoever. Um, Yeah, absolute danger. One hour before... Yeah. The actual release, wasn't it? But then he's been tagged in all sorts and he, he just couldn't take a step back and obviously appreciate Cosy's angle on it. But even Cosy's said, you know, the end result is good with the charity stuff that's come out of it finally. But it's not worse when someone's cocked up in life, but they should hold their hands up, shouldn't they? Yeah. And he still tried to. Yeah, and it, he, he, he made down. it worse. He yeah, made yeah, it worse. He did. yeah, he did. He just made it worse yeah, for himself. And the good thing is, all other fans steamed him, not just town, yeah. didn't they? So it was like. Oh, Football 365 Media watched him, which was yeah. which brilliant. But I think, <laughs> as, as good as or as bad as he was, today we've had. Not, well, I'm going to say it's a surprising entrant because this blocks is an absolute danger. But for me, he's got to be Mr. Barry Shearman. What, 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 what a Barry Shear's house, as I call him. He's, he's had an absolute mare. I mean, cont- because he's been contacted by a few disgruntled town fans. Are these? Is it a parody? Are these yeah, joking? Yeah, God knows. But he's easy to wind up and easy to drag into something stupid because he's too short planks, is his fella. But to go 
as deep as putting a tweet out tagging in the wrong football association for a start. <laughs> you know, it's tagged in a parody account rather than, what you know, Barry, it's at FA, the end, just FA. <laughs> and that's pretty much what you know about Uddersfield Town and football is sweet FA. <laughs> you know, it's it's just beyond ridiculous. It's time, sir, to retire. You are a shambles, you're a disgrace to Uddersfield. Retire, leave your post, stay in London. <laughs> Shut your doors, put the shutters down, disappear, shambles. Absolute danger. So you are the first winner of the danger zone. A switch quickly in field to Moy again, and Moy's looking at the penalty area. One, two, Wicachunga. Here's Moy, right footed. 1 0 Huddersfield Town. A goal of fabulous comfort. A goal of fabulous quality. Okay. David Webb, not Jason Bourne, but David Webb has been employed as our new director of football operations. Stephen, I'm going to come to you on this one because I think you might know more about this chap than the rest of us. I, I only things I know about David Webb are what I've found out on on the internet that he was at Bournemouth uh, mm-hmm. when they built their promotion winning team from the Championship, which is good stock. Well done. Yeah. Um, obviously, did it on a shoestring fairy tale like Bournemouth fans will tell you, which you know is you know you're rolling your eyes a little bit there. No, which no. Is sarcasm. I, I didn't. I didn't mean to roll my eyes. No, you were kind of like what? So he's got he's got form for finding players in the London area, uh, which is what Town are doing with their academy. They send uh, a lot of trials in there yeah. for for lads down south uh, from from uh, usually the south of the river, uh, and he's from Östersunds in in Sweden, where Graham Potter was, and uh, I believe there's another English manager in situ at the minute there. Um, can you tell us anything about this this new director of football operations and what he might bring to Huddersfield Town? Yeah, I mean he's he's been working his way towards this position. Is you know he's he's obviously got an interest in more in the recruitment side of things than anything else. The the club tell us that he's also worked as a consultant in Spain and Germany for various clubs, including Bayer Leverkusen. And I think his appointment at Spurs actually came through Maurizio Pochettino, who obviously rates him very highly because he was at Southampton before he, mm, uh, he was, yeah. bit, bit, I think he went Southampton, Bournemouth, then Spurs. I think I'm I might have that the wrong way around. Um, I think Spurs were after Bournemouth, weren't they? Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and a lot of the players that he signed, that were signed while he was at Bournemouth are still at the club now playing in the Premier League. Mm. On paper, it looks like a fantastic. It does, yeah. It's, it's quite an exciting one. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a position that that is notoriously difficult to fill, and even good candidates, if they're not the right fit for the club, it doesn't work out. If you look at Monchi, who's just come back to Sevilla this summer, the fact that Arsenal have struggled to find directors of football and you know Liverpool, it took years for them to crack it. There's, there's lots of big clubs that have struggled to fill these positions and Town are no different. still struggling. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So Town are no different to that. That I think it's uh, quite, I think it's pretty well common knowledge that, that they've sort of struggled since Stuart Webber left yep. and Webber's obviously now doing the business at, at Norwich City yeah um, and the, they've tried a couple of different versions of what the role actually is as well um, Phil Hodgkinson was quite keen to point out the differences between the director of football and and this role the the head of football operations it's almost like a classic middle manager isn't it yeah. who, who sits there and people just report into him and then he takes it all and goes to the yeah. board essentially isn't it yeah exactly um it's, uh, I, I'm quite I'm quite looking forward to this Neil I'm cautiously optimistic we've had two two that haven't worked out we'll yeah. say with Olaf and um, third time lucky 
Third time's lucky, yeah. So I'm cautiously optimistic about this one. I think it looks really good on paper. I'm really looking forward to his interviews on the website um, when they do the YouTube one, so I'm really looking forward to that as well. I like the fact that they seem to have taken the time over it, and I'm not being sarcastic there. Mm. Um, it no, seems they've, like they've, they've, they've actually... Yeah, they've actually delved in a bit and done a bit of, you know, proper research. I'm not saying they didn't before, but for two not to work so spectacularly badly um, were pretty pretty disappointing. But this one looks, you know, he's got all the right credentials and hopefully, I don't think we'll see anything for the next few months because clearly it takes that, that kind of job. You, 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 need, you need time, you know, it's not going to be a... There's more to it than just yeah. players in as well. He'll, he'll come with a black book, but yeah. as you say... January is a hard time yeah, to buy think, places. We're not going to know. We, we, we won't summer. see anything really substantial. I don't. I don't know what he'll get involved in behind the scenes, obviously. But transfer wise, squad wise, I don't think we'll see anything for another year yet. Okay. Well, it, it can take that long count to set your network Absolutely, up and everything. Yeah. So he's got a lot of work to do. So he's gonna he's gonna have to place different scouts and different mm-hmm. part of his role is getting his network. Josh Marsh obviously is already the head of recruitment. I'll have a good yeah. handle on on that side of things and everything that's going there. So hopefully, there's not too much for him to come in and do there, which would be. Which would be handy, but he'll sit there between the academy, between the um, medical department, player welfare, yeah, and all the different ones. Yeah, so there is a lot more to it than actually just going out and getting players, isn't there? Yeah. So it's it's an interesting an interesting role and one I've always found quite interesting. And I put it to Dean last week that I don't I don't think he, he, he I, mean, I don't think I put the question across properly, but I think it's um, something that town fans struggled with early days you know that role what's the need for this role it's english football in general yeah, english football to get fans, around yeah, yeah yeah absolutely um but i'm i'm quite looking forward to this one so you know if, if he's got any sense he might not listen to us <laughs> but I, I wish david webb the very very best of luck when he comes in and uh, if he needs to know a player he can he can give me a new ring cut and heel and, and cause it. <laughs> you actually did wink there i did yeah. <laughs> really creepily yeah <laughs> so Currently hiding behind the screen. Edge of the box, a header clear by Capu, and Watford will chase out. The pass was in there. Here's Zanka to turn it into the pass. Yes! Yes! And Cummins scored! (laughs) Cummins has scored one of the most important goals of Huddersfield Town's history. It's a big, big brick in the wall of Huddersfield Town's determination to stay in the Premier League. Right. There's another new feature that we're, we're bringing in this season and this is one I'm looking forward to as well. Mr. Kosmala, this one is uh, is on you. So we've, we've brought out a, a feature. So it's 40 years since Huddersfield Town were promoted from the bottom tier with 100 goals. Um, great scenes, um, players like Ian Robbins, Dave Cowling, etc. Big names, uh, Steve Kinden, massively popular at Huddersfield Town at the time. And also 25 years. 25 years, lads since uh, Neil Warnock's team won at Wembley. Uh, well, since the start of that season, 1994. Uh, we're going to be doing a feature on this over the course of the season. And if we're good and well-behaved, hopefully we'll be able to get some of the players from that era involved as well. Ian Dunn uh, hopefully will come on at some point. He was a, a huge player um, from the 94-95 season, crossed the ball, which Ronnie Jepson nodded down for Chris Billy to, to guide in at Wembley. Cosy, this, this day... Yeah, so it's not. This is not like on this day because it's not. But this is about opening day so yeah. from the past. So I've got one here. Only four at the time. Eighteenth of August, nineteen seventy-nine. All the shot when they were a proper all the shot, not the uh, rekindled uh, 
job that we've got now. We beat them 2-0 in front of a massive crowd of 3,313. Robbins and Hart were the goal scorers. You were an Ian Robbins fan, weren't you, Neil? That's Ian Robbins, yeah. Good striker. Hart, was he a, a reverend now, is he? He's a reverend or was. Yeah. Some, yeah. this current situation. Some, some big characters, Neil. You might remember that. You, Peter Hart went to Walsall from town and captain there, I think. You might remember some of these players more than us, but you were young yourself, weren't you? So. Come on, granddad. <laughs> I, was, I was being nice there. Well. Should but, we sit on his knee? <laughs> no. Pass the pipe. That's yeah. even worse. But, but 94, 95, do remember, I can't believe Matt, it's 25 years ago, because massive Blackpool day. away 4-1, there's a few things that stick with me on that day. A, it was absolutely boiling hot. B, there was serious crowd trouble. Yeah, So many town fans were they all over the yeah, place. Yeah. yeah. Punches thrown and everything, chaos in that middle stand and things. It was it was chaos all weekend. Yeah. We we got there Friday night for this one, and I went with a mate of mine, town fan who's sadly not with us anymore. Um, and his brother's a Bradford fan, and they were playing away at Chester same day, so he were coming over to meet us. We'd gone Friday night, had a good night out. Saturday morning from sort of eight o'clock onwards, the front at Blackpool were just filling up and filling up, and we're thinking we need to get there early because not even a ticket job. Uh, it was just a, literally a pay in, so we need to get there early. But we're in Dutton's having a good, a good sing song and a few pints, and uh, the rest is history. That day, obviously, we're madhouse. We, we won four one. I think yeah. Ronnie Jepson and Paul Reid both bagged twice. Ronnie Jepson stuck a few free kicks, yeah, in, didn't he? So they, and they he looked useless twice. the year before, didn't but he? Same day, Mark, my friend, who Bradford fan, they they'd been at Chess and they won four one as well. Yeah. And then that night, we went to see uh, Chubby Brown on South Pier, and I couldn't see you at this point. But. <laughs> I just, weekend. I just remember natural like the referee didn't have a clue there were stewards didn't have a clue it all went off for <coughs> 10 minutes it got stopped the game but I just remember Les Seeley bless his soul obviously no longer with us just sat with his back propped up against the goal post just like chilling out while just chaos just ensued around he wouldn't go off the pitch everyone else like ran off he was just like what is going on here it was incredible I, I kind of walked away thinking he just felt like the start of something special. Obviously, he did end up like that. And yeah. remember when he won it, getting off his coat, I'm a bit of a loser then, waiting for outside coaches and what have you. <laughs> and he came off, shades on, cool as you like, swaggered about it. I thought, this is good here. Ronnie Jepson and they were good times, weren't they? And that beautiful. I love that white and black. We, we, we yeah, met a Blackpool yeah, fan in Dutton's before a game, talking to him, and he had um, a pass for players' lounge after the game. And he said to us, come round to end players' entrance, end of the game, we'll get you in. And I'm thinking, this can't be right. But we went round straight and it went, so we're in, in players bad after the game, mixing with town players, what have you. And Graham Mitchell had got off injured, they were on crutches. But yeah, we were in there looking and they had all plans. They had a big model at New Stadium. Yeah. So they had all plans for New Stadium then, which obviously we know what, what's happened at Blackpool since it's all gone uh, severely pear shaped. But it went, yeah. you know, even, even back then, it were Oysters who had it. So, mm. But yeah, just a, a great weekend, great memories from that. What, what was great as well for me was Ronnie Jepson was. A big signing because he, he was banging goals in Exeter, wasn't it? The yeah. year before we signed yeah. him, and he just he just wasn't really any good. I know he scored a hat trick, didn't he, against York the year before? <laughs> which one of me was nowhere near, but I'm sure him we, and you're not going to argue. But that season, he just like, came back leaner, fitter, meaner, and he was quality that year. He was absolute mm. quality. Was Ronnie yeah. Jepson? Sorry, can't get any better than that. Fantastic. Opening day, a Blackpool on the sauce, red hot. We win four one. On verge taking about must have been five six thousand legally. It, it, it were ridiculous. Four thousand legal. There were town fans yeah. on every side at ground. Yeah, there were, and uh, yeah, happy days, as Dean would say. Yeah, those were the days. 
Fantastic. So we'll be doing more of that from throughout the course of the season as well. So looking back on on two fantastic seasons really for Huddersfield Town, happy memories that that people have got. And if you want to share your memories of those seasons as well, just send them in and uh, we'll happily read them out. Um, we got the Wadsworth uh, season. Is that we're not doing? We might that. skip that one. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll skip that. One. <laughs> <laughs> Put it off bad news last night. Let's leave that one. <laughs> Worthington, still Worthington. Still trying to tear it up for Makaliski. Back out of Rob Edwards! What a goal for Rob Edwards! Huddersfield Town through a level on the right. They could be heading to Cardiff. Eight minutes to go. It's Huddersfield Town 2, Lincoln City 2. God. Right, guys, it's deadline day this Thursday. Deadline day. Could, could be some outgoing. Zanka's yet to leave. Um, hopefully Fenerbahce get that over the line there's no point keeping him if he's not wanting to be here the, we... the caveat on that is that their windows open another month after our shots in it okay, so... that's good to know um, <coughs> interesting there's, there's no actual de- desperation to get him out he's not yeah. it at first team uh, do, you th- th- do you think at this stage Stephen that Congolo and Moy will go it, it's, it's so close to the window replacing them is going to be a really difficult task do you think and I know we don't really know Phil Hodgkinson really well Barry seems to know him really well funnily enough but <laughs> Do do we think for me? I I've trusted so far what he says. I've got no reason to mistrust what he said at the Q and A. I think everything he said was really good, and he seems a continuation of Dean Hoyle. If anything, you know the custodian role. Mm. Um, I would like to place my faith in him and, and think that he won't sell them at the last minute and leave us a bit short without replacements. Um, do you do you think that's likely yourself from your angle? He has said that if anyone is sold, they do have replacements lined up, and I I, I do know that there have been transfer targets that have been reported earlier this summer that were lined up in case players left so I know that that is I mean it's just sensible isn't it yeah they always have a list of five don't they for each position if someone leaves particularly when you know who when I think I think they know that those are the two that are going to be most in demand Mm -hmm. but I, as far as I'm aware there haven't been any serious bids that have got anywhere near the asking price for either of them um, obviously there's time for that to change I will just also take the opportunity to correct something I said on the BBC Radio Leeds which is what I doubted whether the linked the Zanka link to Fenerbahce was valid but it now is pretty clear that that is a, uh, <laughs> a valid link so old what, what up, can change in a week yeah really exactly <laughs> old man's up on that one they have talked about one in one out it's not quite clear yet whether the outs include the likes of Billing and Zanka that You'll weren't involved. Billing has in. left for, yeah, Dean exactly. said last week, 15 plus plus was what he said. It looks yeah. like maybe he doesn't count towards that. It depends whether it's a matter of finances or a matter of uh, squad depth, like the, the numbers in the squad. Uh, and it's not quite clear where they stand on that. But I, I you have to think that if a player becomes available that's going to be a significant improvement to the first team squad you just go and get them anyway mm. so the, the balance on that is uh, I, I, I'm going to start slitting anybody because you don't know what's going on but no. for Billing going out for that kind of money he's a big player to lose he's, he's mm. what you'd class as a first team player we all know that he weren't, we weren't going to be involved with the stayed regardless because of what's gone on but he was last season and the season before a first team player mm. so he's Reese Brown seen as his replacement and if mm-hmm. so why is he not in 18 that's, uh, that, I'll just throw that one into balance no that's, that's fair it might, it might be next game you never know do yeah you, you never know but there's there's one player got linked Steve and I, I liked him last year he played for Ipswich Trevor uh, Trevor Shaloba yeah, yeah. Um, 
pronunciation is probably way off there. But I, I liked him at Ipswich last year. Mm. Ipswich, there's not a lot to like for them last year, but he was a real shining light playing in front of a back four, quick, yeah. pings the ball around really well, breaks play up, smart player. Uh, he's been linked. I don't know if that was in case Hogg left because Hogg was left moving elsewhere, but he's he's someone I'd, I'd love to see come in with Billing. I know we're a little bit stocked quite highly yeah. and you know you can't carry too many players. So if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to cry about it. I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if there was no ins or outs. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of expected that as well. Mm, but yeah. you never know, do you? Yeah, it just you just as feel like as a football fan, you're all sort of open as a yeah. You, you just feel like we, we might be a centre back down. If if Edmonds Green's not ready for this level, yeah, you might I think don't think he is yet. We're a little bit maybe light, and he can there's play centre back as only well. Stankovic, Congolo are the only other two yeah. other than Alfred yeah. and Shin. Yeah. And then you're not classing Congolo. You've then got enough, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elphick, Congolo, Schindler, Stankovic. You've enough there. But if we're classing Congo as a left back, you've only got Jaden Brown. You've only got Jaden Brown there, and so, maybe Herbert Botcorn. Yeah, yeah. So I'd I'd like to see us sign a left back. Like I say, if if yeah. there's no ins and outs, then okay, it is what it is. But I would I would like to see a left back come in. And, I don't and think Congo anyone's thinking back, either. You know, we've got back to the middle, twenty million or whatever. Go spend it. You know, there's no wrong with loans. Loans if, work. Loans are work. Yeah, and, and the thing is well. as well, the, the, it's got to be right for the club, hasn't it? And yeah. the players that they might want might not be available. If yeah. that's the case, fair enough. You know, I think we've got to be patient. I think town fans, us town fans, have got to be patient, haven't we? With they, they have said it's a three window job. Love a signing though, don't we? We do. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. It. We, we do. But we've, there's, we've there's, said it's a three window job. On transfer line day, you say one ping through away. You've, you brought somebody in. It's we we never did it under Dean Hall. We were so right. organised. We never we never yeah. left it to the last minute. Right. So it, it was always boring. Was Jim White? You'd be like, nah, not bothered. And I think we've all said before. I think the fact if you get through this window, and you've still got Schindler, Congolo, and Moy on our books, that's that's it's bloody good business. As long as they're firing, that is bloody good business. Because let's be fair, I expected two of them to be gone by now, mm. and I think most of us did. I feel pretty comfortable with Schindler. I think he's staying. Yeah, yeah. Too. I think he's been very open about it as well. Hasn't yeah, yeah. So, Con- Congolo maybe not, but um, it's I think gonna, it's going to have to be a big bid, and that's what that's people it. People are coming it? with brass, and at the town. I mean, Stephen mentioned it when we were on Radio Legs last week that you know t- town took a very sort of strong arm approach on the billing one where, yeah, you can go, but you're only going if the money's right. And fair play to them, they've stuck in there and they've got some good money with plus and plus, as Dane said last week. So, you know, you're possibly looking at upwards of maybe 20 million quid on billing, which that that's, that is that is ballsy, a ballsy move to possibly walk away from that but to make sure you get the right money. So well, that's what I remember. Philip Billing's got one year left on his contract. He might have had an option to make it two, if you like. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he's not part of the squad. Everybody knows he's not going to play. Yeah. Phil's Phil said it at the Odeon. Phil, he's not going to play for us again. Yeah, and he still gets. And to place. get the money, yeah. still, well played, well yeah, played, Huddersfield Town. Well totally. played, Huddersfield Town on that one. So. It, it could have been easy just to cut your losses and just go look get out, but they didn't. They, yeah. they, they did well there. I think. I think. I think they deserve commending on, on on how they got the money for that, which is which is good. Um, I I do kind of look at us and think maybe we're a, a breaking midfielder short, but we've got that many midfielders that would be a bit overkill. I think. Yeah, the, the, the one the one they don't have is is a proper covering number six, but Chiloba could be that. I believe they are interested in him, but the sources close to the club I've spoken to have reiterated the one in one out for that. So. Just have to see how it goes, I suppose. Yeah, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I think he'd be a good investment for the future as well with a player like I'm, that. I'm expecting a quiet 48 hours. 
yeah, do you know what? And if it does, then at least we've kept a couple of decent players. Yeah, yeah. So you say that though, guys, but there's still a European window that doesn't shut yeah. a bit. Dean, yeah. Dean said that last True. week. I think the France one shuts with ours, doesn't it? But everything else is like, you know. I think that's only likely to be a factor for Zanker and Tabiri, though. I would, I would expect. I can't see Congola and and Mike. Uh, there's only, so, there's only, the, the no, 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 there's only so know. many countries can afford the twenty yeah, millions. Exactly. Can't they? The, 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 yeah. the main big ones, mm-hmm. you know. But you know, the one to watch might be um, apparently Leicester. Are, I don't know if it's been debunked, but Leicester were quite keen on Nathan Aki at Bournemouth. You know, left sided Dutch centre back. You know, if that if that happens, which I'm not sure it's going to do. Um, would they look at Congolo then? You know, mm. left side a Dutch centre back. You know, it's you know something. You know, it could just take a so, domino. Something tip. random always happens because you know it's forty eight hours now, and there will be certain clubs who will just press panic. Yeah, I but forgot if, if to, they've, um, if they've yeah. lost over the weekend. You know, they might have picked up a bit of a knock. Some club will press panic. There will be a couple of daft moves over the next. Couple I forgot of to press Dean on this last. Well, I didn't ask him. It, it just completely slipped my mind. But um, one thing I heard from someone very very reliable was that. That sixteen seventeen season, Aston Villa came in at the very last minute for Naki Wells and offered ten million. And Dean said no because it would only leave us with Kachunga. Um, I forgot to ask him about that last week, but we asked him enough. I think. Yeah, just, just that, yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, Mel told me that earlier. I forgot where he was. To be honest, was it QPR now? Was it Burnley? He's still there. He just QPR and money. He did an interview earlier somewhere. He's like, I'm going to have to leave because I'm obviously not. I'll be honest. I'd be quite happy to see Naki back on loan. I would. Wow, just as a bit of a. Do you know, what? I think in that th- system three, you're looking like I keep going about pivots. It's going to be. I might just call it episode. Because he worked out for pivot. Yeah, it, but he, he does. He does back to goal. He does. Yeah. He does do bits. He wouldn't be the worst. He's not going to score Chucking twenty-five play, goals. No, but but he's coming to get you ten in this yeah. league. Just don't let him take penalties against Fulham. No, my <laughs> advice. Or well, anybody apart from, <laughs> apart from Sheffield Wednesday and Reading. Reading, yeah. Reading. Yeah, I watched that again the other night. It's like unbelievable. It's on a up now, but yeah, not wrong with that. I might fire it up on the sky plan and we all look at it. Honestly, sad. we can win on Saturday <laughs> then win well. I, I wouldn't surprise me if a 3 0 win or something. No, let's go on to QPR because it takes us through it. You know, QPR away. I we're, think we're it's all a going down. pressure. I think, like what we've had tonight, kind of maybe we have gone maybe a bit reactionary. Not all of us, but a bit negative and stuff. I think it's me a good you. game yeah. to have. <laughs> I don't, yeah, they like the beach stoke, so the fans will you know, click through the turnstiles. Here we go, a new season, new excitement. Warburton, we're keen to get a start, but. I think we've got maybe the place to suit a, an away team, really. I, yeah, I was thinking I, that, yeah. yeah, on the counter. Do you know if if they yeah. press? They've got um, a good number ten. Is it? Who's were at Stevenage last year? Is it Easier Berry? I think he's called. Uh, it's got a great goal against Stoke. If you if you look at a goal yeah, this week, and that that, that that goal QPR yeah. scored against Stoke was outstanding. Yeah. Um, he's. The, the, I heard a lot of talk about him in pre-season, and he sounds pretty good. So he's going to be one to to watch for Jonathan Hogg. But I think the way we set up is. It looked like we played possum a little bit again in that first half yeah. hour, which I wasn't keen on. It did look a little bit like it is playing Rope possum, yeah. and then all of a sudden you, you you burst into life, into space. The ball goes forward quickly, dear Carby. You know we all know how fast dear Carby is. Um, Grant, he's still not a tech ball with him, doesn't he? Yeah. Grant and Benza, they're all they're all quite quick players, and you know there's there's a potential there to catch them cold on the break. And I think yeah. the first goal is going to be so important. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be an easy game. I know I've tipped them to go down, but I don't think it's going to be an easy game. But I'm I'm glad this is here and that they're not going straight into playing Fulham and Cardiff. Mm. But but any away game in the championships, any away win is uh, you can't, is well you just you can't call a fixture. You no, can't you call can't. it. No. Like we're saying, the weather's favourites. Bookies are saying weather's favourites. If you're calling favourites in Premier League, it's Man City, Liverpool. They don't lose on Saturday. 
It's easier. But the favourites this season are Fulham and they've lost already. You just, need to, just, keep, come up, so. you just need to keep an eye on you, Gil, don't we? Big unit up front and that as well. I don't want him to let his bully us. And that as well. He divides opinion in, but I've always rated him, me, so keep an eye on him, mate. But yeah, it's, it's a winnable game. But they all are in chance. They're all winnable. We're going to be saying this every week, are we? Even yeah. if we're like 17, we're like, yeah, we yeah. can win this. Is it not good that. to be saying that, though, that we could yeah, win this week? And that's why we yeah. enjoy the football, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. like. Last it is good that after after what we had earlier. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Last year you were pretty much right. We'll write this one off, and, and then you know maybe what? This, this, and that. Yeah, we've uh, immediately uh, gone from yeah. they were terrible last night. As, so. as I'm really looking forward to Saturday. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah. As much as been all the downbeat yeah. stuff from losing last night, and I get it, might not be a bad thing. Yeah, might just you know everyone's got that bit of excitement, and then all of a sudden it might have been tempered a little bit. All this sort of the few that are getting carried away. And uh, you know, it might not be a bad thing in the long run. Just an opinion. Hopefully, I was thinking about with a couple of teams that that had won and done quite well. Maybe that's not a not a bad thing. Maybe it's a set your expectations high. There's a, like you say, Neil. I had it written down, and you said it. It's a, there's a long way to go. It's one game. It's the championship. Next week we could look like title winners. It's just yeah. it's just crazy. This and league. We've got the Carabao Cup. The road to Wembley starts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> against the League One Lincoln. They won the first game, didn't they? Yeah, well, didn't they? Yeah. yeah, we'll see what Jack Payne's all about when he comes Lincoln back. Lincoln at home, it'll yeah. always bring back memories, won't it? What on yeah. next Tuesday, but uh, yeah, whether where do you want to go? Abbott's ridiculous goal, or was it Ian Dunn who scored the first? Was that against Lincoln where he scored the golden goal? First golden goal, yeah, yeah. yeah. first ever golden goal, yeah. yeah. Oh, there we go. Memories. Again, that's going to be chopping and changing and what have you. It'll be, yeah, it'll be like a pre season game, really, won't it? With what we'll probably play. Yeah. At least we're not at Stoke near like last year, mate. Yeah, yeah, Packers yeah. goal. <laughs> 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 the, the, the whole night we came Cracking out of there just yeah. doomed yeah. we let Barry you know his first goal yeah. for about 30 years didn't we, but we, 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 we were going to do a bit of a a post match <laughs> we battled it the, the secrets out yeah it? I couldn't wait to get out let me out of here God. we've talked too much haven't we mate yeah. yeah so again thank you everybody for listening hopefully you've heard it this time so that we've we've have tried to alter some of the audio um, very good and we'll uh, we'll catch you again thank you cheers is this the moment for Lee Fowler? It is. Take your place in Division 2, Huddersfield Town. He's missed. Steve Simonson clears the flame of the goal and collapses in a heap of tears. Pate's got a chance. Pate scores. Jack Pate scores. Heffernan's in there. Smith scores for Field Town! 3-2 Town! Boris Jerry, Danny Ward saves! Danny Ward saves! The Quattro's in, round the hair! 2-0 Huddersfield Town! Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.